This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. Picture the scene. You get home, jump on the sofa... Put on the TV. But what do you choose to watch? Well, it appears fewer people are signing in to streaming services like Netflix, as the streaming giants reported its first subscriber loss in more than a decade. The announcement that it had lost 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter of the year sent the company's shares plummeting. Market research firm Kantar claims it's partly down to the cost of living crisis in the UK as people look to cut out subscription services to save money. But what other factors are at play and what could this mean for streaming services going forward? Here to talk us through it is the Evening Standards consumer business editor, Jonathan Prynne. So Jonathan, the headline is Netflix is losing subscribers for the first time in a long time. What can you tell us about this story? Yeah, so Netflix uh, rather surprised the market this morning with quite a substantial 200,000 net loss of subscriptions in the first quarter of the year. Some of it was for obvious reasons. They closed down their Russian business. But there does also now seem to be a real trend that they're going to struggle with over the rest of the year with people cancelling subscriptions, particularly in the UK. It seems like there are estimated 1.5 million cancellations in the first quarter of the year as people try to save money because, you know, household finances are under intense pressure at the moment. And one of the things that people are saving on is their entertainment subscriptions. And that's echoed in reports from the likes of Kantar, suggesting this big drop is partly down to this cost of living crisis. Do you think that's likely to be a big factor behind this drop? Yeah, I think it's significant. I mean, another element that they that was flagged up today was family members sharing passcodes, which has been a problem for subscription services like Netflix right from the beginning. How how do you prevent that? But I think the cost of living issue is one that they must be very worried about because I guess in a world where people have accumulated maybe you know a mobile phone package, a broadband package, a Netflix package, Apple TV, maybe Amazon Prime, you know, all these things add up and suddenly people are looking at the cost of these entertainment subscriptions and thinking, well, I'm going to have to trim that budget because my gas bill's gone up by £500 a year or or whatever it is. And, you know, my supermarket bill has gone up as well. And something's got to give. 
And we saw the share price of Netflix fall quite dramatically after their announcement. Does that show how volatile the market is for these streaming giants? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's been a one-way street up to now with just massive growth for all these companies as they've piled on subscribers all over the world. But, you know, we we live in a different world now and people are having to prioritise their spending in a way that, that they they haven't really through the life of these subscription services. And obviously food comes top, keeping the roof over your head probably second. So mortgages which are going up, rents are going up, particularly in London, we know that. Keeping you and your family warm and the house lit, that's probably third. And these are all essentials that have gone up hugely in price over recent months and will continue to do so over the coming year. So something does have to be squeezed. Um, I guess the mobile phone is probably an essential that people will hold on to the longest out of all their tech subscriptions. But probably people are looking at having a sort of suite of subscriptions, Apple, Prime and Netflix, and thinking, well, you know, one of them's got to go or maybe all of them have got to go because I need to pay the rent. And that's just an inevitable part of this particular cost of living crisis. And we also saw a price hike in Netflix subscriptions just last month in the UK. Do you think that will have an impact and perhaps tipped people over the edge as well? I think undoubtedly because it just it puts it in people's front of mind how much they're paying, A, and B, the fact that they're paying a little bit more. Because I think a lot of these things, particularly on a standing order or a direct debit, it just sort of sits there in the background and you don't really think about it. But when you get an email or a letter saying your subscription is going up, that suddenly triggers the thought, do I need it? What's this costing me? Not just a month, but over the year. It's going to cost me another £12 a year, which doesn't sound a lot because it's only a pound a month extra in the subscription. But it's all about focusing your mind on your outgoings at a time when your outgoings are, are hugely increasing. So I'm sure that will have been the trigger point for a lot of people. And in terms of the big streaming services themselves, I suppose this cost of living crisis, people deciding to unsubscribe, only really increases the competition between them. They'll each be trying to get the best content more so now, won't they? Yeah, they will. And we know that they've got enormous budgets to do that. And they've been very, very successful in creating amazing content that has really been a total game changer for the industry. But um, in a world of falling subscriptions or stagnant subscriptions, whether they'll be able to throw the same extraordinary budgets at production that they've been able to in the past is another question because they've been in a world of ever-increasing income streams that may now come to, you know, be a temporary halt, but a halt of some kind. And I guess internally, there will be questions being asked, can we afford the types of budgets that have been thrown at the Crown and, you know, these other very glossy, big budget programmes and, and content that have really, really changed the face of broadcasting over the past five years. So I'm sure those difficult conversations with the accountants and, and the finance teams internally will be going on as we speak. And obviously, this big drop in shares following the drop in subscribers will be a bit of a worry for Netflix and the other big streaming services. Do you think there's a chance they'll drop their subscription prices to try to claw back some of that custom? I think that's unlikely, just given that we're in a, a very inflationary world. I think it's unlikely that they will want to get into a price war with each other 
at this stage of the inflationary cycle because that will absolutely kill their margins and would push the share prices down another level. So I'd be surprised, but you never know. You know, capitalism is a is a funny business and one of them might just decide to go rogue and put through a price cut and, you know, the others might feel they're forced to follow. But I, I think it's, on the spectrum of probabilities, I think it's unlikely. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.